This is the Fantasy Road Show. What's up, what's up, what's up, all you roadies out there? Welcome into another right, episode yeah. of the Fantasy Road Show, hosted by Road yours truly, Road. The Truck and Coles. <laughs> oh, hosted by <laughs> yours truly. Here we go. You can, find, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker. You can find him on Twitter at Coles underscore Sports. Follow the show. I'm him. Yes, he is him. Coles underscore sports. Uh, follow the show at Fantasy Roadshow. Check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos. And make sure you follow the Substack, the fantasy roadshow.substack.com. We got great material coming for you this week, getting you ready for week one. Big week, big week, huge week. Mike, are you ready? I am ready. Yeah, I'm excited. Thursday cannot come soon enough. Um, Week one, maybe. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for our first edition of Sunday night uh, live, our first YouTube live Sunday night reactions episode. I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah, um, so let's let's do a quick breakdown. I know we uh, we did it on the Friday's episode as well, but you know it's Monday. Uh, this will be this episode will be coming out Monday, so uh, letting everybody know what to expect from the Fantasy Roadshow uh, for season one. <clears throat> Mike just uh, alluded to it on Sunday night football. We will be going live on youtube.com slash sports ethos. We will be streaming live during the Sunday night football game for about an hour, hour and a half, roughly. We're going to be talking about uh, the Sunday slate. What just happened? Uh, reactions, raw reactions, uh, maybe talking a little college football too. what happened on Saturday, the day prior, uh, and really just diving into anybody's questions. If you guys have questions and you want to ask us or you just want to come out and hang out and shoot the shit with us, uh, more the merrier. Uh, come and join us on Sunday evenings. Right, Mike? Yeah, so that's going to be extremely fun. Um, high engagement, um, a very conversational type of structure. So I, I do want to... That's going to be an evolving... Um, that, that's going to be an evolving structure on how we want to do it. At first, I think we probably get in there and just kind of sling it, um, kind of have the slate of games and start from uh, top to bottom and just talk, you know, talk games. Um, and then just maybe open up the floor or keep the floor open to uh, roadies to just kind of jump in the chat and, um, you know, we can break up our hammering through games with answering questions on start start sits just where you you know if you have any questions based on your current matchup really whatever you can ask us about um whatever you want literally um yeah. so so that's exciting um i think um that's going to be a really fun episode um slash just how to engage with uh with all of our roadies so um yeah i know ryan is currently distracted by a slow draft we have going on because uh his pick just got sniped and i was waiting to see you react um but let's go ahead and let you make your pick so that you can eliminate that distraction and we can hammer this bad boy future episode out but until then buckle up uh, Mike, Speaking I, of being I, distracted, by the yeah, way, we only went over our first episode. Um, so, <laughs> bad, bad start, 
but you know we will um we will we will move keep pushing moving forward but please knock out your pick so that you can be engaged yes absolutely um be hashtag locked in hashtag uh, locked in let me let me start um so then tuesdays we're going to be doing our hitchhiker episode uh fantasy hitchhiker is going to be our waiver wire uh we'll dive into um who's on the waivers and who we think you should pick up and why um i think probably give you like our suggestions if you use fab on what percentage of fab you should be spending on someone or what range i honestly personally don't like to do that Uh, i think that's difficult to kind of just throw a number out there everyone's um, situation is different so you know maybe that would be one of those things that you kind of tweet or um, tweet out you know at Coles underscore sports or at fantasy underscore trucker or at fantasy roadshow and tell us kind of, you know, what your, what, what your situation is. Um, so, um, fantasy hitchhiker will be on Tuesdays, Monday's reactions, uh, from our YouTube live on Sunday evening, Monday, uh, or Tuesday reactions. And then Wednesday, we're going to be doing an off day, um, uh, with Thursday's episode being, red light, green light. Um, and then I believe we're going to be doing f- oh, red light, green lights, our start sit. Sorry. Um, so, um, that's going to be a really fun episode featuring on featuring Shane McCormick on a weekly basis. Um, so, you know, I think he's a brilliant fantasy mind. He has great chemistry with the show adds a lot every time he's on. So Really looking forward to those episodes. Uh, could be some of our best of the week. And then Fridays, we're going to do our pick them, which check the Twitter because we are going to um, have a actually a roadie pick them pool where we will be talking through our picks on Fridays, but you guys can participate. Uh, we're going to have you know a, an entire group of roadies um, going against one another um, and just duking it out. I think we'll have a prize uh, for that, which is going to be exciting. Uh, we'll kind of come, we'll have an epiphany on what that prize is going to be and let you guys know, but make sure you join the pick and pool. We're going to be pushing that out heavily. Uh, and then we're going to get involved in DFS. There'll be a, uh, there'll be kind of a blend of, um, what we release on that Friday pick them show. Um, but we're going to break down each game and then kind of, you know, our plays for the week, if you will. So, um you got anything to add there right um no i was I to be honest i was tuning you out mostly uh deciding with this pick this was yeah. a tough pick for me on this draft um i don't want to get into the weeds too much but a lot of yeah. the guys i liked were gone and uh just kind of had to make a, a, a rational decision here so uh all right uh, we're all good though uh i think you did cover it i, I heard you mention um you know the all, all the episodes reactions um, hitchhiker thursday uh, uh green, red, red light, light green yeah. light and friday um pick them and you know we're gonna again we're gonna figure out what that friday is gonna look like but we will uh it'll include our place for the week essentially yeah absolutely and you know uh, mike coles here is uh pretty deep into the sports gambling side of things and i've um, never wanted to dive too much into it, but uh, this year I definitely want to at least make some weekly picks here and uh, put some money in line and try to win some money. So 
um, that this by no means is a an expert gambling show, but uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll include you guys in on my ride here uh, on trying to make some money this year. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, and to be like to to piggyback on that and to be clear, like this is definitely fantasy football um, in, in terms of gambling. Like that's a whole different <laughs> that's a whole different thing. So yeah. you know, I, I don't think we'll be getting too deeply into that. It's going to more so be like a fantasy focused portfolio. Um, so, you know, we'll be playing DFS. We'll be playing, um, you know, maybe those underdog uh, daily drafts, which is, you know, the weekly format. So, you know, I we'll see. That's going to be a work in progress to see how that break shakes out. Um, I mean, you know, the whole – we're going to have to see what happens because – I do participate in the super contest uh, type format uh, with a buddy of ours, uh, shout out Brick. And I mean, that's just a whole different can of worms that yeah. I doubt we we get into on this podcast. Well, well, it's a good thing we bring it up because today's episode is all futures, right? This is a, yep. a gambling episode, basically, on kind of uh, our yeah. futures picks, um, who I'm willing to put some money down on the line and say that they're going to win certain things. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, so it's just a good caveat. It's, uh, you know, we're not experts by any means, but um, we're just bringing you along for the ride. Yeah. So also just to kind of be clear with that, like we're it's kind of like our awards episode. Like we kind of just told you who we had. um winning those awards um this is going to be that more so than like you know the gambling space is a lot of value-based betting so like you know sometimes you'll have people that will be taking the number um more so than actually thinking the team is going to win so that's just something i think is very important to know the difference of um, yeah, but yeah. Anyways, these are all be our futures picks, um, and um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. It's this is gonna be exciting. Um, I personally have a mixture of a lot of things we already talked about and condensing them, but yeah, you know, super Super Bowl winners, NFC Championship, different divisional winners or placers. Yeah, I have a uh, most passing yards bet. Uh, you know, uh, 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 and awards, and then uh, quite a few player props, keeping it in the um, theme of fantasy football. So, yeah, um, let's just jump right in. Let's start with Super Bowl. Yeah, who's who? I want to know your Super Bowl pick. I think I already know. I mean, if you guys are fans well, of the podcast, yeah, probably well, have a good idea. Yeah, so I have, which I've already gotten. Uh, I, I've already mentioned at when the bills were 10 to one um buffalo bills have them at 10 to one and then and then the jets at 30 to one that was in the sports ethos wagering division division uh i just thought rogers was going to the jets and luckily he did um, because i had them at 30 to one and their current line on DraftKings is uh, their current line on DraftKings is sixteen to one, so we already have some great value there. Yeah. Um, and then I'm 
Going to also add on the podcast, the Ravens at 18 to one. Um, I just think that there is a really good shot that any of those three teams could be in the, um, in the Super Bowl, And then you have a very good hedging position. Uh, certainly with the jets at 30 to one, that's just, you know, if they make the playoffs, you're going to be able to hedge off of that. Um, so I, I really like those three numbers. Uh, do you have any of the Super Bowl picks? Um, yeah, you, you named a lot of them. Uh, the bills at nine to one right now is even still a good value. I think to me, um, but yeah, the jets and the Ravens, uh, but I also have the Bengals at 11 to one, uh, Joe Burrow, man, if he can, if they can make that magic happen this year and finally get past this, um, this hurdle that they've kind of had over the last couple of years. Um, you know, I, I think they got a good enough chance as anybody to win the Super Bowl. So 11 to one is the odds. I, I, I would take there. Yeah. Um, so basically what you're hearing from us is fade the chiefs. <laughs> this is kind of one of those years that I, I think you, I think from what I gather, we don't think the chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, those are my teams. Bills at 10 to one jets at 30 to one. Love that number seeing as they ended up getting Rogers and Dalvin. So um, I just thought it made a lot of sense for him to go there and, and, and join a young team with a great defense with some very good young weapons and a chance to win a Super Bowl. Uh, walking, walking in the door, turns out he does go there. Um, so that seems to have already uh, heading in the right direction. Ravens 18-1. to 1. Um, I, Do you have any NFC, any championship, conference championship numbers? Because I, I do. Yeah, no. the only one I have that that I'm interested in is the Eagles plus two fifty. Like I just to win to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, to, yeah, to win the NFC Championship, um, and that's a bet I will be taking. I will be putting money down and saying that the Eagles are going to win the NFC Championship. I'm just I'm yeah. very confident in that, and um, it's just okay. to me that's kind of free money. Yeah, so I actually have, and this is one of those where you get into more of the gambling side of things is the value that I saw there is the Cowboys at six to one. Um, and who do I think is going to be in the Super Bowl? The Eagles. However, I'll take a six to num num six to one number um, on the chance that I see, I can just hedge out of that. Right. So if it, if the NFC championship, which I think it's going to be the only teams that can come out of the NFC in my mind are the, Eagles, Cowboys, and Niners. Mm -hmm. And and I don't like the Niners quarterback situation. I think, you know, the defense is going to change a little bit, but not, yeah, you know, not a, not a crazy amount, but I think things are going to be a little bit different, um, with, um, with, uh, with Tamika Ryan's going to the Texans. Uh, they were completely healthy last year. The whole Bosa concern. I, I just don't, I don't have the Niners, um, as much of a, uh, a threat as they were last year. So to me, it's between Eagles and Cowboys and I'll take the Eagles at six or I'll take the Cowboys at six to one. Granted, they will be able to win that game, but even more so, uh, it's a great hedge for the Eagles. You know, let's say, let's say Eagles are at home and they're minus four and a half for that game. Then they're going to be a minus one. 50, 160, something along those lines. 
uh, as your money line. So I'll have a six to one uh, Cowboys line to work off of. Um, so that's kind of what I think there with the Cowboys. <clears throat> yeah, that makes and, sense. And my my mentality in taking that six to one um, for them. Yeah, they have they they. I agree with you. The Cowboys seem like the better team outside of everybody else in the NFC. Uh, they're the ones that are going to give the Eagles a run for their money. Uh, and it's just exciting that they're in the same division to me. You know what I mean? Yep. They're going to be duking it out twice this year, and I, I'm excited to watch those games uh, definitely be highlighted on my calendar. But, <clears throat> yeah, I just – yeah, I, that's, a, that's a good value there, but I'm still – I think I'm still – Riding with the Eagles at plus two fifty. Uh, what about? Um, yes. I want to segue. So yeah, go ahead. Segueing, segueing into an exact result is um, the division having the Eagles first in the division, Cowboys second in the division at plus two seventy. Uh, so that's an exact result going Eagles one, Cowboys two. I think that's just where I see that falling. Um, and then uh, between the Giants and the Commanders, uh, I would have even gone further and gone Giants and Commanders, but I do think the Commanders are going to be sneaky good now. I had them as like by far the worst team in the division, but they have a good defense. And then Howell, I think, could surprise some people. So um, I left them out of it and went Eagles 1, Cowboys 2 at plus 270. I just like that number. Yeah, I, that, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, I didn't have that on my list, but uh, I, I like where you're going with that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, uh, I I don't know if you want to move somewhere else in a different direction. I knew I kind of cut you off there, but I was just going to jump into, like, divisional bets. Uh, no, let's let's know. do that because what I was going to go was the AFC Championship, but we already kind of talked about that with our Super Bowl winners. Um, with our Jets, Ravens, Bengals, Bills talk, it's like um, – that's pretty much uh, where the AFC championship talk goes anyway. So it's like, we can just uh, go into some divisional conversations. So go ahead. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think the bills, you know, I said super bowl, Josh Allen, MVP. I'm, I'm all on board of the bills train right now. Uh, so their number is plus plus one twenty to win that division. Uh, I like that. And then I like um, the Jaguars, at minus 155, I think they're an absolute lock to win that division, barring like a Lawrence injury. So I think uh, first place, my like surefire lock bets would be uh, Bills plus 120 to win that and uh, the Jags at, at minus 155. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with those. I mean, I can't I can't poke anything in, uh, in the holes in those, but... <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, I like where you're going with that. Um, I'll keep going. So I have two other divisional winners that I highlighted. I have, uh, and again, these are guys that I genuinely think are going to win the division. Uh, and I have good numbers that I can work off of. So Falcons plus 200. Um, I think they're either going to win that division or it's going to come down to the end of the season. Um, so at plus, Plus 200, I like the Falcons to win that division. And then I have the Packers at 4-1. to one. Um, I genuinely think they're going to be a lot better than everyone else thinks. I think they have the best defense in the in the division. And I think, you know, between Aaron Jones um, and 
his experience lifting up love, instilling confidence in that young offense. I think they're going to be there and win that and win that conference. So give me the four to one number. Certainly think think they're going to be a lot better regardless. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty much throwing away the Vikings. I think they have a really, really tough start to the year. The Bears are just not good enough yet. And then um, the Lions are the Lions. So I think there's a very realistic chance that at four to one, the Packers win that division or they're going to be competitive and you're going to be able to work off that four to one number late in the season. So, yeah, um, Mike, I want to bring up a parlay that I was building. <clears throat> hey! I want to see what I want to get your opinion on this. So I parlayed the winners of four divisions. Uh, the Chiefs, the Jags, the Eagles, and the 49ers at six to one odds, plus six, plus 600. Yeah, so the Chiefs worry me. I think they will win that division, but I just, the Chargers, I love them this year. So it would be hard for me to like, I, I just love the Chargers, man. Um, so, um, and then the Niners worry me, but you, you who are the other two? You, you said the uh, the Eagles and the Jags. Eagles and Jags. So I love, I would probably throw the Bills in there. Um, let me look at that. I, I, I'll do a four-team uh, division winner with you right now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm the reason why Chiefs, I went with the... <clears throat> I like the take Chiefs. A look at that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I picked the Chiefs and the 49ers because to me... They are the kings of this division, of each of their divisions. Um, as good as the Chargers are, I just think the Chiefs are in the middle of their dynasty and will continue to reign supreme. Um, and the 49ers, it's just they're going to be hard to beat in that division. I don't think the Seahawks have it. I'm not really concerned about the other teams in that division. So for me, with the Eagles and the Jags, all four of these are pretty much locks for me to win their division. So I thought plus 600 is great odds. And my cat is just being loud right now. Yeah, I like that. And then I would add the Bills in there to get it to 14 to 1. Oh, you know what? Well, yeah, you know, I, I think when I was originally looking at that, it's um, I, that's a tough division for me to pick with the AFC East, with the Jets and the Dolphins being so good. But uh, I, I like that. I like you adding the Bills in there. And you said it was 14 to 1? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm going to make note of that. 14 um, and a half to 1. Yeah, that's... That's yeah. easy money for me. Hold on. Give me one second. Yes, sir. Um, all right. So I want to bring up a couple other divisional bets that I have. Um, the Cardinals minus 270 to get fourth place yeah. is yeah. about as about as big of a no-brainer. Um, I think they're openly tanking and they're just horrible. So um, to me, Cardinals minus 270 to get last in their division. And then the Raiders minus 150, um, minus 150 to get fourth in their division. Um, so I, I just think that uh, those to me are the two biggest no-brainer last place. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean those those make sense to me. <clears throat> um, I don't really have anything else for divisional wise. Um, did you want to get anything else off your list or no? No, I think I'd probably could look at that Patriots to get last. Uh, let's see. What I, oh, I like that one too. 
Yeah, let's see what we can get there on the Patriots number. I just I pulled up the standings to see um, if there was anything I missed, and I think we can go to the divisional standings, and I can comfortably say that the Patriots at minus 120 can add that to my card. I think they are by far the worst team in that division. Uh, It's hard to get excited about really anything that they're going to do this year. Um, And I I just want to cheer against them because I don't really like anyone on their team. And they signed Zeke, who I fucking hate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you think um, are yeah, we able to so, parlay um, those the Raiders, Cardinals, and Pats? Um, I don't to lose their divisions so. or no. I don't think so, but let's see. I would love to. That'd be awesome. Because yeah, as you were talking about that, that, that makes a ton of sense, and that'd be something I would look into. I just, I know you're a little bit more versed in that with than I am. Yeah. So like, AFC <clears throat> South, like I could see the Texans or the Colts getting in last place. So I would want off of that um, Raiders to me, like maybe the Broncos could be bad, but I think the Raiders are just going to be, I, I, I would be confident enough in saying that they're going to get last in the AFC West. I would want I, a month ago. I would have said that the commanders were a no brainer, but now I kind of think they could be sneaky good and click yeah. the Giants, so I wouldn't like that. NFC North and NFC South, any team can lose that, can win or lose those conferences in the Cardinals. So, yeah, the teams I would look at are Raiders, Fal- uh, Raiders, Cardinals, and pa- Patriots to get in last place in their divisions. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> okay, so let's uh, jump into uh, some props we got or uh, some – um, you know, uh, basically I want to start off just by who's going to lead the league in passing yards. Um, and the one that I saw that I really liked was Justin Herbert plus 650. Um, Herbert is fully capable of leading the league in passing yards. Obviously, Mahomes is going to be up there. He always is right around that 5,000 range. But I have a feeling um, just like how you thought the Chargers might be able to win that division. I just think Herbert's just going to be throwing his lights out. And um, yeah. he could he's – Better, uh, say six, better value. six to one. Yeah, six plus six fifty. Yeah, so I just I, I I actually circled that on my card as well. It was six to one when I looked at it today on on DraftKings. Um, so so for me, um, I agree. I have that exact same bet. I think he's going to throw for ten. He's going to be the first ten thousand yard uh, passing quarterback this year. He's going. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, 10, how many 000? per game is that? Yeah, uh, a see. lot. Uh, seven, ten thousand over the course of seventeen games. He would have to throw for five hundred and eighty-eight yards per game. My, God. Uh, and I think I think it's going to happen this year. It's fully <laughs> capable of doing it. <laughs> Could you imagine if I just went through with a full, like, fully serious take about uh, ten thousand yards for him? But no, I think five. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's going to get 5,000 yards, um, and I just think it's a massive bounce-back year. He's going to be talked about after this season as the no-brainer number three uh, quarterback. We're going to be hearing Mahomes, Allen, and Herbert. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously Hurts and, and Burrow are still in that conversation. So, I, you know, no-brainer top five are those guys. So, uh um, I, 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 let me go through and talk about, um, 
Let me go th- go ahead and talk about Bijan. I know you got a pick coming up, so you're going to be a little bit distracted <laughs> here. But I'll talk about Bijan, um, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, got him at, got him as uh, or not offensive. Sorry, yeah, offensive rookie of the year at plus two seventy five. Bijan Robinson. Um, I know we just actually had our uh, awards episode that will be live tomorrow uh, and a little bit of a spoiler alert um, truck and shade brought up that they have uh, Bryce young as their offensive rookie of the year. And um, I started off that segment by saying, I don't really think anyone else can win this award. Um, and I kind of still feel, tr- feel like that's true. Barring injury, Bijan is just going to win the offensive rookie of the year. He's going to be such a big part of that offense. I think they're going to be either division champions or in the running for divisional champions. So um, in order to do so, I mean, Bijan's going to not get off the field. He's going to, he's going to have an insane year. So um, for, if I can get that at, you know, plus 275, um, it's just an absolute no brainer. Um, give me Bijan Robinson. Uh, I think we saw Panthers offense struggle uh, to kind of knock down that Bryce Young take. I don't think that they're going to be looking very good early on. It's going to take some time for him to get things going there. I think Anthony Richardson uh, has absolutely no shot. He's going to be dog shit. Um, and Stroud, things are going to be ugly for the Texans again for another year. Um and then, I mean, Gibbs and any of those receivers, I just don't see um, how they could outshine uh, and have a better statistical year than Bijan. So, to me, that's a no-brainer. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Bijan, uh, offensive rookie of the year, is kind of a locked. Yeah, um, and then I guess we could just bring up for this, the hell of it. Uh, I'll just keep talking. Um, while you're while you're hammering this out, uh, Demar Hamlin comeback player of the year, like that is just free money that free the casino money. is handing that they're handing away. Um, I think it's, I mean, I could look it up right now. I think it's like minus, let's see minus minus two eighty five for Hamlin. So, I mean, if you could uh, if you could parlay. Damar Hamlin comeback player of the year with the Cardinals to get last in their division. That would be uh, basically just, you know, absolute free money. But um, all right, uh, let's reel things back in here, Rye. Yep. You you, you almost good? Yeah, I'm talking through a pick right here. It's um, Terry McLaurin is interesting to me here. Um, uh, I like Christian Kirk and I like George Pickens. Uh, Terry's toe injury obviously is concerning to me, but, um, I'm having a hard time picking between Terry Kirk and Pickens. All right. I got an idea for you. Pull up your rankings, see what it says, and then pick whoever's on top. All right. You're, you're indecisive that, 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 that process when drafting eliminates any anxiety or indecisiveness you have. You, Put blood, sweat, and tears into your rankings. You should stand by those like it's your the fucking law. Um, and it makes everything a lot easier. 
Terry McLaurin it is. Terry Mack. Um, I mean, dude, how good is Terry McLaurin and how good do you think Howell's going to be this year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it just um, so, it concerns me not having him week one, but uh, I, as long as he recovers with that toe injury, I, I'll be okay. So Nate, enough about and that's the why you, that's that's why you got him in the middle of the sixth round. Enough with the draft lock in here for the end of this episode. <laughs> got it. Um, where where else do you have? So anything else that you have right now on your board? Let's talk about because yeah. from here on out, mine are all player props, all fantasy related. So. Uh, and that's that's exactly where I'm at. Um, uh, we talked about uh, Herbert leading the league in passing yards. Um, I want to talk about someone leading the league in passing touchdowns. Um, and I think that could be Joe Burrow at plus 450. Um, I think Burrow is going to be throwing a lot of touchdowns this year. He's got a great receiving core, um, the high-powered offense. I mean, Burrow is on a, on a path that he wants to win a championship. So um, they're going to be winning a lot of games, and I think he's going to be throwing a lot of touchdowns. Um, so Burrow at plus 450, I like him uh, throwing the most touchdowns of the year. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I think Chase has the most receiving touchdowns, so that is in line with that. Um, I didn't take the number because I think Jamar was like the favorite. and Yeah. It's not interested in that. That field is way too open. But yeah, uh, for receiving yeah, touchdowns, I, I like that. Um, I like receiving that. touchdowns, I like uh, Kelsey at plus five hundred and Diggs at plus twelve hundred. I mean, Diggs could easily, if you think that the Bills are going to be on that rampage that you think they're going to be on, um, you know, I could see Diggs uh, leading the league in touchdowns uh, or Kelsey. I mean, we we all know what Kelsey does in the red zone. So um, if you're talking about receiving touchdowns, leading the league, uh, I like Kelsey and Diggs. Love it. Um, all right. You got anything else there? Because uh, yeah. I'm working into props now. So Yeah, so I got um, the Nick Chubb leading the league in rushing yards at plus 450. Um, I'm really, really excited about what Chubb can do. And I think uh, the Browns are going to be running early and often. They're going to be establishing the run. And Chubb is one of the best pure runners in the NFL. So uh, Chubb at plus 450 to lead the league in rushing yards to be the uh, win the crown. Uh, I, I'm pretty confident in that pick as well. Awesome. Um, but that that's about it. I mean, if you want to go into props, uh, we can talk about props too. Yeah. So I, that's where, that's just the rest that I have on my list is these props. Um, so. Oh, I'm sorry. One other one I had written down on the side here. Um, leading the league in receptions. I thought this one was interesting uh, because of what we talked about recently, but Amon Ra St. Brown at plus 1200, 12 to one odds to lead the league in receptions. Uh, and I'm very interested in that. I, I think, you know, through the first six weeks without Jameson Williams being there, uh, Amon Ra is going to be targeted early and often. I mean, we talked about him this first week, probably getting 15 receptions. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. I, I agree with that. I, I honestly agree with all of those, um, in terms of just who I think, um, yeah, I, I think your head's in the right place there. So, um, I will start with some, I have two rushing unders, 
Um, I have Isaiah Pacheco under 775 and a half and Rashad Penny under 600 and a half. Um, so I think that, um, first of all, just the, you have the injuries concern, right? A running back injury concern. So you already have that. Um, and then Penny, I just think is going to be the kind of the third man out, uh, in the, in the Eagles backfield. So, you know, 600, 600 rushing yards is it's, it's not, as Ryan likes to say, it's not nothing. (laughs) Um, in order for an RB three on an Eagles team to get 600 yards, I just think he needs to be involved a little bit more than I think he will. And then you have the injury concern on top of that. Uh, Pacheco seven seventy five and a half, kind of the same story. He's obviously the lead guy there, but, um, I think you have injury, you have the injury risk, uh, that you have with everyone, but add that into what I think is going to be a little bit more of a committee, uh, backfield than you would originally think. Um, you know, they're going to use McKinnon. They're going to use Clyde in my mind as well. So, uh, because of that, I think, um, Pacheco's rushing, rushing number kind of has, uh, a little bit of like RB one and a little bit of that, uh, Super Bowl performance base baked into it. So because of that, I like those two rushing unders. Yeah, those make sense to me. Um, oh, I, I had a, I had a third. I had oh, a third. Go ahead. I had, go ahead. I had I had B Rob, uh, Brian Robinson under seven fifty and a half. I love so that. So again, you have the rushing risk in a running back to play a full seventeen games. You have um, you have another guy who I think is just going to constantly lose uh his job throughout the season so uh give me give me b rob as well his under yeah i like that um pivoting to a couple overs uh, i like cam Akers. his over of 775 um you know we both really like cam Akers this year uh to get 775 yards i mean you saw what he did at the end of last year in the last three games like he was putting up 100 yard games back to back to back like if they use him like they plan on using him, I mean, especially with Cooper Cup dealing with this hamstring injury, uh, I mean, Cup. they could turn to Cam Akers pretty early. Uh, I really, really like that that over on seven seventy five. Yeah, I like that as well. Um, so, I actually have some rushing overs as well. Okay. Um, Travis Etienne nine twenty five and a half. Um, I mean, simply, you heard Coach come out and say, I could see him as a 1,600, 1,700-yard rusher this year. Uh, okay, give me his over. Uh, he, he, he had like 1,100 last, he had like 1100 last year. Yeah. And for some reason, you know, we're saying he's going to be at 925. But Mike, um, everyone's worried Tank about Bigsby. Bigsby. Tank Bigsby, man. Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, sure. Um, so <laughs> give me that ETN number. Uh, you have the head coach come out and say 1617. That gives me uh, seven to 800 yards of cushion. Uh, and I'm going to take that all day. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, 
Yeah. So the other one is JP, JK Dubinsky at 750 and a half. Uh, I think his number is low due to injury concern in the past. I think his number is low because, um, uh, you know, of his high being at 800. But if he is healthy for 14 games this year, he's going to smash that over. Um, even I, I would even say less than that. Like he, he's going to have a multiple hundred yard games and get to that 750 number pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, I just think he's going to be a beast all season. So I'm not worried about uh, getting getting Mr. Dubinsky to. Uh, 751 rushing yards. Yeah. Um, caveat, that is my favorite nickname of the offseason is J.K. Dubinsky. Um, just locking that in. That's my favorite nickname. Okay. Uh, like there are some good ones. We have to have a segment of our, our best uh, nicknames so far because there's some funny ones. But um, uh, another Daltonian? Daltonian yeah. Kincaid. That's a good one, too. Yeah, Daltonian. Um, so, yeah, give me, give me one you got. Uh, well, I have other, a I have another rushing one. I just want to make yeah, sure we stay on. That's rushing. what I do too. Okay. I have another rushing one. Um, I just think it's just this. This number is way too low. Christian McCaffrey on FanDuel, you can get him over under at eight fifty. Like Christian McCaffrey is still Christian McCaffrey. Yes, um, Elijah Mitchell is going to work be eating into his workload. Um, yes, they don't they don't plan on using him as often as he once was being used. But I mean, eight fifty to me that's just too low. If Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, uh, and that's kind of what this number implies to me that he just doesn't stay healthy all season. Uh, but if he is healthy, man, I think he reaches that 850 uh, rather quickly. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, I don't feel one way or another about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't need to say much there. I just am interested what a full season workload for the 49ers is going to look like um, before I take a season long stance like that on him. But yeah, I mean, it's Kirsten McCaffrey. Exactly. Um, And like they, you know, they were excited to get him. He's excited to be on the team. This is his first full off season with the team. Um, You know, they're full powered over there with that offense. So I just, I think if that continues and that stays the same, uh, McCaffrey's in line for a big season. I mean, that's why people yeah. are drafting him in the first round. Yeah. The other number, the other rushing over I have is Yoshi Alan. Um, he has uh, over 750 rushing yards in the last two seasons. Um, so I just think that. Uh, he's going to have another one of those big rushing years. I mean, his entire career, he had 630, 510, 421, uh, 750 and 750 or 763 and 776 the last two seasons since they moved to 17 games. Um, so 550 is the number. I think he's going to be in the sevens once again. Um, I mean, to me, that number's just not changing. So give me Josh Allen over 550 and a half. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a lock for me. I mean, <laughs> Yoshi, yeah, Yoshi Alan. Yeah, number two favorite uh, nickname, Yoshi for Josh Allen. <clears throat> All right, um, Mike, do you got anything else? Uh, what what else is on your list? I'm, I'm I'm running pretty dry over here as far as uh, futures. Yeah, I got some more. Um, what so you got? What you got for me? I got some more that I think you're gonna love too. Ooh, okay, I'm listening. 
Um, I will just talk about these two together. I have a little Chicago Bears props for you. (laughs) Hit me with it. So I've said before, and I know you're on board with probably both of them, but definitely um, I think DJ Moore is going to have career highs in every single number. I love Um, that. And he has uh, 62 and a half is his over under for receptions. 800 and a half is his reception is his receiving yard number. And four and a half is his um, total for touchdowns. Uh, I just see all three of those going over. Um, Let me take a look here. What his career highs are in each. So he had 93 catches. Um, 1193 yards and seven touchdowns. So I think it's realistic to say that more, um, you know, could have 95 receptions, 1200 receiving yards and eight touchdowns. I love that. Quite frankly, if he gets 95 catches, that is 32 over, uh, his total, which is 50% of what the over-under is even at. Um, he would have 400 uh, yards over the that over-under, which is 50%. And, yeah, so it would be a 50% uh, increase from what his current, uh, you know, over-unders are on the season. And I think all those do hit, and you have a lot of breathing room in between, you know, what I just statted out and where those – where those uh, numbers currently are. So uh, that would also parlay me into uh, Mr. Justin Fields at 2,850 uh, and a half receiving yards. I like that number, man. Um, for me, Fields, he already talked. He wants to be a 4,000-yard passer. Don't think he gets there, but if he gets even close, uh, that gives us you know 1,150 um, passing yards to work with when a number, when a player targets a number, I like, I like that. I like that they're talking about it. Um, and that's their goals and where they see themselves because a number, a discrepancy that big gives us a lot of wiggle room. So if he throws for 3000 yards, it's not 4,000 like his goal is, but give me that Give me, give me that over a thousand yards of cushion that we have to work with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna hammer that one all day. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> hammer that one all day, all damn day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna see me uh, hammering that one all day. Yeah, all day. Uh, okay. Listen, it's Joseph Fields is gonna have a minimum, minimum of three thousand yards. So if you can get a player prop at twenty eight hundred, you're in a good spot. Yeah, you're gonna hammer that all day. <clears throat> But yeah, no. Realistically, I'm I'm definitely taking that one. I think he's going to have a big season, and three thousand yards is not um, not crazy. So, um, so let's see here. Knew you're going to like the Bears. Love it. Um, another one. Another one that I know you like um, is Elijah Moore. Um, his number is 45 and a half catches and 575 and a half receiving yards. This to me is just like, if you think Elijah Moore is going to have a bounce back year, then take these numbers because neither of them are very high. 
Um, and if he is the number two receiving option in Cleveland, he's going to smash those numbers. If he's the number three receiving option in Cleveland, he should smash those numbers. So yeah, for me, like, let's see what the over under of, uh, of Deshaun Watson passing yards is because Deshaun Watson, the quarterback likes to throw the ball. Yeah. 36, 50 and a half is his over under for passing yards. Um, I mean, when Watson is on and if he actually looks like the Deshaun Watson that we know, um, let's see his, his seasons in Houston, he had 4,800 passing yards, 4,100 passing yards, um, and 3850. Those are three seasons in which he played 16, 16, and 15 games. Give him 17. I think he's going to be over that set 4,500 mark uh, this year. So, um, you know, 600 of those going to Elijah Moore. I think that is a lock for how I have that team statted out and how I have uh, Elijah Moore finishing the season. I think he's going to smash both of those numbers. So, um, what do you think about Elijah? Is that on the right track? 1,000%. Like uh, the way that the coach talks about him, the way that we've seen him um, kind of be positionless in this league, like in, in, on this team, like I, I'm just, I am very excited for what Elijah Moore is going to do for this year. And I think those, yep. those lines are just too low. So I would be hammering those as well. Yeah. This number now is going to make, you're going to see live on air fantasy trucker is going to shit his pants. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see it happen. Zay flowers over 500 and a half yards. Come my phone. Where's it at? What was, which, which, <laughs> where's the line at? Give me that fucking hammer, 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 hammer. DraftKings has that at 500 and a half. I mean, the odds. The Zay Flowers and the way that we have seen him, um, 501 divided by 17, we need him to get 29 and a half yards per game, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I'm taking that all day. I'll probably put a thousand <laughs> on it. I'll put a thousand on that one. <laughs> 29, 29 and a half is the number. Unbelievable. Um, so, you know, I think one thing that Ryan and I are going to have to take a look at, um, I don't know if underdog has this, I know prize picks does it, but you can go and you can find those. Oh, pick them. Yeah. Yeah. They do low. it. The let's over unders. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see if we have a number here for the, like if we can get some of those numbers and we can put together like a, a super like a you know a super max um find some of those that we really like type things I, i'm i'm gonna waste waste time looking at it right now but um we'll get back to you about that because i would like to do that if if that. you and i if you and i put together like a dj Moore, uh zay flowers some of these numbers that we have here that we just believe that these players are not only going to beat that number but fucking smash that number yeah, yeah, if exactly. we could put together put together a nice little parlay of that and just each you know e each put down a little bit of cash and have some ridiculous multiplier that we can watch that over the course of the season i think that could be really fun yeah 
I agree 100%. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. And Mike, do you have anything else before we One hit more. the road? One more. And I think you're going to like it as well. Justin Jefferson over eight and a half touchdowns. Um, if you have 180 targets, I just think I think last year he uh, he just didn't see the end zone as much as I, I would th- like eight touchdowns last no, year, yeah. 10, the, 10 the year before. Like if you're getting 100, 184 targets um, and he's getting close to 2000 yards, you're going to yeah. have over over eight and a half touchdowns. So I think he has double digit touchdowns this year. So uh, give me that Jefferson over eight and a half number as well. Oh yeah. He's in line for major positive regression there. Um, and yeah. just, I mean, it, it was just too low. I mean, Jarek McKinnon had more receiving touchdowns than Justin Jefferson last year. So uh, yeah. Justin, you definitely in line for a, a big season. I'm projecting double digits for him. Um, so yeah. yeah, I give me that all day. All right. Well, uh, that should wrap it up. Stay tuned. Um, I am going to release a sub stack with all of these picks uh, just that. so you all so you all have them. I'm going to also cross reference DraftKings with FanDuel so you can get the best numbers out there. Um, I also um, want to say that we're going to look take a look at this prize picks thing, because if we can put together a nice juicy like 20 to one multiplier with, you know, five, five players we like, I think that's an exciting thing to root for all season. So, yeah, um, yeah, I am ready to sign out if you are captain. Oh, you know it. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Fantasy Roadshow. And uh, stay tuned. And most important. Uh-huh.